listening to the Real Life Church Podcast. To learn more about Real Life Church, including our gathering times in Yuma, Arizona, visit us online at reallifeyuma.com. Today's talk comes from Pastor Bob Van Horn. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Life Church. I want to thank you for joining us today. We're going to continue on in our teaching series that we've been in for several weeks now, looking at the life of Paul, those essential qualities that he had in his life that if we were to put into practice in ours, man, we would have a better relationship with God, we'd have a better relationship with his people, and we'd be an all-around just better person. So I'm glad you're with us this morning. I hope that you'll take the time right now to share this with your friends, because who couldn't use it? It's God's Word. So do that for me right now. Today we're looking at the quality of self-discipline. That topic that nobody really wants to talk about, and we all wish we had a whole lot more. For example, maybe you've got that big project that's due at work in a couple hours, so you sit down at your desk and you get ready to do it, but then before you start it, you open up Instagram, you click on TikTok, and before you know it, time is lapsed, that project is due, and you know you really messed up. Do you know what you really need? Yeah, it's called self-discipline, and it's hard. Okay, because all of us wish we had more self-discipline in a lot of different areas. What's interesting about self-discipline is not something you're born with. It's something you learn. And all of us out there can learn to be more self-disciplined. It's the quality that Paul had in his life that allowed him to succeed in so many different areas. We can grow it, we can develop it, and we can get better at it. And today, he uses the topic of an athlete, 1 Corinthians in chapter 9. He says that all athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away. But we, and here's the contract, but we do it for an eternal prize. So how can we become more self-disciplined? Because I think every one of us out there wants to experience success spiritually emotionally, relationally. You want to win that eternal prize, but you also have to recognize it's going to take a lot of discipline to get there. So what am I talking about when we're talking about discipline? Discipline is the ability to exercise control over our actions, our thoughts, our inner desires, and the words we use. In the Greek, this word discipline actually means power over or lordship. How many of us out there right now that are listening could use a little bit more lordship and a little bit more control over our thoughts, actions, desires, and words? I know I can. Paul writes this guy named Titus, and he tells him if you're going to be a leader, he says you're going to have to do this here in verse 8. You're going to have to devote yourself to a disciplined life. How do you become a disciple of Jesus without really being disciplined? Paul does give us some steps, and I'm glad that he does. And these are some steps that I believe that you can put into practice to help you in your self-discipline. And the very first one 
is that when you become a believer in Jesus, you have to develop what I call disciplined habits. When Paul came to know Christ, do you know what Paul did for the next 10 years of his life? It says that he went out into the desert for about three years. He studied the scripture. And then it says he went back to his hometown for about seven years, Tarsus, and continued his growth process, becoming more self-disciplined, learning those spiritual habits that were going to help him in the next several years as Paul took the word of God to the Gentiles. Paul was learning to be disciplined. So it is something, whether you're disciplined out there or not, it is something that we can learn to do. John 15, 5. Jesus said, I am the vine and you are the branches. You've probably heard this. It says, those that remain in me, those that stay in him, those that are disciplined in him, they will produce much fruit. But from apart from him, well, you you really can't do anything. That's what Jesus said. How do we develop these spiritual habits in order to help us to grow and to produce much fruit? So I'm going to give you some of the daily habits that I think that you ought to be involved in. And the very first one is this idea we call prayer, talking to God. It's the very first step that I think we have to develop in our life to be more self-disciplined. The second one, attending your local church. I hope that you're plugged into a church. I'm glad you're here online. I'm glad you're listening. But I hope that you're actually participating in a church somewhere, wherever it is that you live. That's the connection factor. That's getting with other people to learn to serve together and to minister together. That's such a huge part of the Christian walk. Third thing that will help you grow, and so many people miss this, is engaging with other people in what I call a small group, a home group, whatever you want to say. Getting together with other people to be able just to talk and to pray, get together and meet and get to know each other. Those are three very basic ways that will help you develop more self-discipline. Now, the second step in all of this is kind of that maturing process. It's that idea of developing your own personal Bible study plan, where you intentionally sit down and study God's Word. Secondly, and this is huge, and I kind of already leaned towards this just a second ago, whatever you're reading, go out and do it. So put it into practice. Become a doer of God's Word. The third aspect we discovered kind of a little bit last week. We honor God with everything. We honor Him by the way we live. We honor Him by the way we talk. We honor God with our marriages, raising our families, how we work, with our money. Everything we do, we honor God. We dedicate ourselves to living for Him. They say if you're able to do something about 21 times in a row, you're developing a good foundation for that habit to be formed. If you do it for about six weeks in a row, it becomes more and more concrete. And maybe this is why Paul told Timothy that he was to train himself to be godly. You're going to have to train to become more self-disciplined. 
This idea of self-discipline means that we have to learn to say no to sin. And we're not necessarily the Christians, maybe we think we are, if we choose to continue in sin. So the antidote to all of that is to learn to say no to sin. And that's going to take self-discipline. Paul said it this way, I run with purpose in every step. I'm not just shadow boxing. He says, I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. And then this is the kicker in his statement. He says, otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I might be disqualified. Paul saying that there are things out there that he could do that would disqualify him from carrying out the ministry that God gave him, which was to bring the gospel to the Gentiles. So the next thing that I really want you to do, and this is going to be really, really hard, and it was hard for Paul, determine to follow God's path no matter what the cost is. Paul felt strongly that God was telling him to go to Jerusalem. Everybody around Paul was saying, don't go to Jerusalem. They're going to put you in jail, and they're Paul, they're going to kill you. Don't go to Jerusalem. And it's interesting, on his way to Jerusalem, he stops by the churches that he started there at Ephesus. And he tells them this statement. He says, I am bound by the Spirit to go to Jerusalem. He says, I don't know what awaits me, except that the Holy Spirit tells me, city after city, that jail, and suffering lie ahead. And my life, he says, is worth nothing unless I finish it and the wonderful work that God has given me. I know that none of you whom I have preached the kingdom will ever see me again. I declare today that when I go to Jerusalem, I have been faithful. And if anyone suffers eternal death, it's not my fault. For I didn't shrink from declaring all that God wanted you to know. Paul recognized that if he went to Jerusalem, this would be the end of Paul. Paul knew it was going to cost him a lot. And Paul determined to follow God no matter what the cost was going to be. So let me ask you, what path is God asking you to take right now? Probably not Paul's path, I imagine. Maybe it's standing up for something that's wrong or unethical wherever you work. Maybe it's getting out of a relationship that you know is not right for you. Maybe it's saying yes to God in some type of full-time ministry position or going on a mission trip. Would you be determined to follow God no matter where it took you or no matter what the cost is? That's next level self-discipline. Yep, it's going to be a greater commitment. Yep, it's going to require more time. Yep, it's going to be more effort. But you're going to be doing what God called you to do. And it is amazing that God did tell Paul to tell Timothy that, you know, God does not give us a spirit of fear or a spirit of timidity, but of, did you hear this? But of power and love and what? Self-discipline. See, God wants us to be disciplined. Now, here's the last thing I want to say to you. Don't give up, no matter how hard it gets. Don't give up. 
I wonder how many of us were right on the edge of that blessing that God was going to pour into our life, but something happened. Maybe you got shipwrecked. Maybe that mob beat you. Maybe you went to jail and you quit. And God was saying, man, if you would have just hung in there another day or another week, I was really, really going to bless you, but you quit. Don't give up on God. Okay. God is not giving up on you. Be disciplined in all that God has told you to be. Let me pray for you, and let me pray specifically that we'll all, you and me, will have the self-discipline to be all that God wants us to be. Father, thanks for our time today. God, a good message, good, good talk, um, good information from Paul's life that we could put into practice in our life. And God, who out there doesn't need a little bit more self-discipline? especially in the things that are of eternal value. God, I know I need some physical self-discipline, but man, don't I even need more spiritual self-discipline? God, thanks again for your word. Um, Thank you how it is alive today and how it's very practical. And God, we can use it to help us grow in relationship with you. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for watching, and I hope you got something from this today. If you were encouraged by today's talk, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you stream your podcasts. To experience other talks, videos, and live gatherings, visit us online at reallifeyuma.com or download the Real Life Church app. And again, thanks for listening to the Real Life Church Podcast.